This is the MPFL Turi Podcast. An exclusive weekend we had with the MPFL guys. It was um, a debut that debut actually in Ikene. And the other result also saw a glimpse of massive actions from match week four. Hello everyone. Welcome to the MPFL Turi Podcast. It's um, another match day that we saw guys and... Um, it was really interesting to see what happened in the Kenya. My name is Chris, by the way, and I've got Felix here and Mayawa on this episode of the podcast. Um, Felix, how was your weekend? It was great. We went to the Kenya to see the game, and it was explosive. Is that what we are doing now? If you ask questions, you would answer. Che, you ask me how my weekend. Do you know if something else happened in my weekend aside what happened in the Kenya? Well, it was a good weekend. Tell us what uh, my first away uh, game. Maybe in you pregnant somebody in the weekend. Who knows? But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I saw the best tactical um, battle in the MPFL for a long, long time. By the way, I helped your life. I took you to Kenya for the first time. You didn't help my life. I did. No? You don't know Rodan Mekari you go. I, I could as well give that credit to Sam. Because I called And are we help your life? All of us, are we help your life? Two Somebody, mo- no, I didn't want to move alone. I would have found my way to Kenya. And if I don't lose, if I don't go, if I don't it, It's not that deep. I mean, shift. Enter Larado Tenji. Maya, was, how was your weekend? Um, f- football field? Yeah, it was uh, It was a good day to you and everybody out there. It was a football field weekend uh, from the MPFL and it was so good uh, to see the match in the Kenya, even though I was not live there. But I was able to see it through the MPFL live. Uh, so good, good game of football. And for Felix, <laughs> I'm surprised he said, you know, Saturday was on the radio show. Your Sunday was in the Kenya. There's nothing extra that can happen. <laughs> you don't have any life after this. You don't have any <laughs> Anyway, after. shout out to Mr. Said. He listened to the last episode and he said, Ike should go and marry. Stop bantering about being single. So, which guys? You guys, all of you. <laughs> this guy is a joke. <laughs> this, you. this guy is a joke. <laughs> How are you removing yourself from the. He just said that you passed the message. I've passed the message okay. to you guys. So, Mr. Go Said. Go and marry. Send, 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 send phones. phones. <laughs> 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 there are babes out there. Send phones. What, 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 I didn't know what to call you guys. I have, I have Reese. I am fine. You have Reese. I have sense. You, actually, you do have sense. It's money. So, Mr. Saeed, send phones. All right. Uh, let's talk about the MPFL, guys. March week four, we saw games, a lot of games, and we saw drama as well. Uh, we'll not start from the Southwest Derby. Let's start from what we saw in, P- in, in Kano. And um, Pillars defeating reversing to the death of the game. Rabi Ali stepping up again, scoring in another season of the MPFL. I think that's a talking point for me. The next second minute, Mina Mayawa, it was great to see Rabi Ali doing the wonderful things yet again at 40 plus. Yeah, uh, uh, were you, were you, were uh, maybe an ardent follower of the MPFL, uh, maybe just getting some hate. If they, if they tell you that Rabi Ali scored the game, like, is he in a testimonial match or in a, in a game of legend? But if you've got to know that yet, it's called in an MPFL game, you ask yourself, this guy doesn't age? Is he a vampire? Uh, because how do you do that? How do you do that? This guy has been an household name in the MPFL. They are getting, are following the team to the NNL and now getting back promoted into the MPFL. And still scoring goals at the MPFL. That's some legendary stuff from Rabi Ali. And it's so good. Uh, for him and uh, for Kano Pillars to get that victory against Rivers United. The team, they've not had the best of time uh, against recently. So I think it was a good one for them. 
Uh, but for Rabi Ali, I think uh, that was top notch for me. Still banging in the goals. I saw the picture of him and him uh, Wagwa, former yeah, teammates former of team him. Team. And this guy, <laughs> I think if he, if he retires uh, in the MPFL, I think there's a job waiting for him. Maybe chairman of Canopilla. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that kind of loyalty. I think loyalty is very strange for most I think that, that, would, that would be um, um, right at least about 15th or 16th season, if not more than, in the MPFL. And that would be the 13th season scoring a goal in the MPFL. So um, it's basically just very good to see someone in the MPFL. But we had a situation, uh, Felix, after that game, the fans approaching the stadium, um, they pitch after the um, Canopilla scored that goal and the MPL have, has fined um, Canopilla as one millionaire for that. Um, as, I think as, this, as this, it is, should be. this is a constant thing happening in Canopilla. Yeah, I thought they are going to maybe turn a new leaf uh, on their return back because if you remember, last uh, two seasons when they got relegated, their fans were part of the reason uh, why they got relegated. They had to Smart move over three times yeah, from one stadium to Kaduna to and again they did not let them three points, three points. which eventually cost them uh, in, in the league I, I thought they would have learned their lessons and maybe uh, be more uh, civil on their return back to tough life but apparently uh, what, what is in somebody's blood cannot be taken away from them but good for the MPO boards to have reacted uh, with that one million fine and giving them a 14 day uh, time frame to pay but Talking about Rabi Ali, I, I, I was looking at the whole situation and I was thinking, when this guy decides that he's not playing uh, in this league, what can the league, what would be the best way for the MPFL, not Canopilas, obviously Canopilas would do this, and like you people have mentioned, they might just get the Canopilas chairman uh, job role at some point uh, in the future. But I, I was thinking, what would the league do? What can the league do? to maybe immortalize this person because I'm, I'm seeing uh, what's his name now um, that is always on TV for Victor SAG uh, uh, and I'm looking yes this guy is doing fine on his own but the league I'm not sure uh, is celebrating uh, these guys a lot I would say and the I think, Premier I think, League I think they do what was this what's this that they call that they put Ferdinand uh, all of him all of him something like that and uh, the number of goals he has scored you see a, a player re, uh, retire and you see the Premier League or their club just roll out all of their goals. Well, we, 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 can, we can start that in the MPFL to report. Where would they see all Rabi Ali's goal? Well, not, no, not, 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 not do a lot of that goal, but maybe a Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking officially now from the uh, league body. Uh, these these guys deserve to be celebrated. 43, year, uh, 43 years old uh, in about one and a half uh, decades in the league and playing in, in the top flight. That, that's some incredible, incredible level of consistency in a country like Nigeria where uh, players don't tend to spend that much. But yeah, it was good to see Rabi Ali uh, doing it on the big stage again. For me, the surprising thing is a 40-plus year old still playing 90-plus minutes in not just any league that is really so technical. A if you are being honest, there are some of his mates too that are playing that 19 minutes in this Yeah, but he's not official age. But yeah. All right, let's go to Gombe. I'm upset. It's Felix that Felix. Let's go to Gombe where the unbeaten train was stopped by Gombe United. Felix, you said it in your preview. Unbeaten train goes to Gombe and it was stopped. Yeah. Um, I heard some 
insurance fans say they didn't play well. And I think um, that will happen to insurance so many times when they go away this season. Yeah, it will happen to them when they go away uh, this season. And it's been happening since uh, the last season. They didn't end the second half of last season. Uh, quite as well as they started the first half of the season. They were just uh, dragging their leg and getting draws and trying not to uh, suffer defeats uh, when they travel. Even at home, they were not that convincing uh, at home. But maybe with this uh, unbeaten run now out of the way, maybe they will they be more expressive up. because it's a record. They, they've not lost in the regular season. And of course, uh, home and away. Last season, they didn't lose until the Super 6. Uh, this season also, they've started... Uh, very, very well. So, maybe with that um, uh, unbeaten run out of the way, we'll see a more expressive, better Lichon side. Yeah, Gombe United finally won um, one, another one game. They're, they're finding it difficult to win it with, but among ground. Aimba and then. Aimba and then. Insurance. Insurance. Oh. And, and, and I think they didn't lose as well last season at home in Gombe. I don't think they even lost the game. Okay, they, they lost, lost the game to Aimba last yeah, season. Last season. Yeah. yeah, okay, all right. So, but good one for um, um, Baba Ganaru. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, good one for six for, points at home. Good one, uh, because uh, like you said, uh, one of those grounds in the NPFL that Very it's difficult. only certain mm-hmm. that you get three points. It has to be Gombe because of how uh, they play their game there, and also the fans that always turn out and make the place an hostile mm-hmm. uh, environment when it comes to uh, the number of fans that will turn up. Uh, so good one for Gombe United. For Ben Insurance, I'm not surprised. I remember saying it that they will lose that game against Gobe United. I'm not surprised about that. Based on how formidable Gobe are away at home. And also, uh, yes, uh, Ben Nationals have won their first two games of the season, but those games have happened in, in their, their home ground. Yeah. So I think away from home, uh, where maybe the chances of conceding the goal is much higher than uh, Ben Nationals scoring away from mm. home. So I just felt it will not be something uh, they can sustain in, in Gobe. But good on for Gobe United, but for Ben Nationals, uh, I feel they'll struggle this season, especially with from home and uh, without those uh, attacking talents which they had uh, last season in Deputy Chita and also in, in Madel Sarenkoev. But let's talk about um, Baba Ganaru's former team, Lobby Stars. Um, without him, um, they're doing very well, very well this season. Um, they've been unbeaten in four games, two draws away from home, two wins at home, and Eugene is um, engineering the team into something, probably something we saw last season, um, not, but not in the Super 6, but yeah. Um, a long season, they're doing very well. Yeah, they are doing very well, and the only unbeaten team yeah. in the MPF. I didn't see this so far. I, I thought they would struggle. And they're one uh, point behind. One said, point behind the leaders. Yeah, I said. I said. I thought they would struggle based on how their preseason went. Their preseason and, and the, the change six also. Yeah, the change of losing some players. Also, David Okoromi joined left. Left. Uh, Joseph Atule. In now. So I just thought maybe they would struggle a bit, but uh, they'll be able to shut my mouth. And maybe, yes, Father is working for them. Yes, so Father. far, so good. So yes, far, Father. So good. <laughs> it's working for them. Uh, good one for them. Good one for the new manager. Good one for the boy. Uh, and the surprising thing for me is that despite not playing in their home ground, yeah. don't forget they are playing in Lafia. They are playing in Lafia, yes. Which is not their home ground. And, and they've they only played at home in two seasons. They so, played in just last season. They are playing in Lafia now. They are the, they are the true Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck for Lobby Stars. Hopefully they can maintain this. Uh, but it's a long season. Uh, you never can tell how maybe an obstacle along the way, how they will recover from it. But so far, so good. I think they've been doing a very good job getting points away from home twice and also winning young games uh, has been good for Lobby Stars. And let's see how our things about football. One thing we should also understand that in the NPFL, 
or even league generally, a good start helps you, especially when you, when you have that wobble mm. along the season. Along the season. You, you can just say yes. Like after some done, points done, yeah. uh, earlier, we saw how it helped uh, Benesha last season That's after that first half they had. Yes, the second half of the season was not, was not too good for them, but the points they have gotten over the first half of the season really helped them in sustaining their top spots in Group A of the NPFL last season. So, for Brunovic, that's good enough for them. Let's see whether they can maintain this momentum. But the truth of the matter is that it will be hard for them to go the whole season of meeting. I know one day uh, at one venue, they will suffer the beat and how they come back from that defeat. The defeat uh, will really tell us how things will pan out for them. I remember to be Jirogala, I shout out to him. Um, tweeting about the stars being tied to contenders. No, he said and tied to contending form um, because they are beaten in four games. Let's see. Let's see how uh, that will go for the Yes Father Boys and the Shoe Get Size team. The way that the Shoe could Get Size this season. I quite do not like that tag for them. Oh, sure. yes, no, when you are writing about the stars, it's difficult to put that into uh, a phrase when you want to talk about them. But the Shoe Get Size. Yeah, yeah, it's what he wants. But, Sugar size. No, yeah, no, it's yes, father. No, 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 it's yes, size again. All right, let's go to Rio, uh, where the promise keepers are really, really far from the promised land, Felix. Um, Fatai should be wondering what has he done wrong with Aqua Identity? After seeing good football, the Super Eight, but coming into the season, it's been a different case for them. They had to score a goal at home, they score away, but it's a waste because at the end of the day, they still lose those games. I know Aqua United have been a team that is, that is always starting poorly. Um, every season. I think the only season they started very well was that season they won the league in 2021 with um, Kennedy Bubway. Uh, but when you look at um, this season, does it feel like Osha will be the first coach casualty this season? It's not impossible. It's not something that is beyond uh, what can happen, but I don't see it happening. Maybe you would get the usual seasonal ultimatums that we see coaches get in the NPFL. Maybe they'll just give him that warning. Uh, you need to start uh, doing the business and maybe that one can just spur them on and he will just probably uh, win one or two uh, games and he will get off his back. But I don't think, I do not think that uh, he's going to be the first man to get sacked. Obviously, every manager would leave that position at some point. But I don't think uh, Coach Dressel for Osho, that Osho will be the uh, first one to get the sack in the NPF. Uh, I see somebody different. Uh, in that I think we're going to come there. We're going to come there. Um, somebody different here. We're going to come there. Uh, but Ramayo, our children stars did get that point. Important point away from home, actually. Because they had won their own game. So it was very good to consolidate that home win with that away draw. And they have their goalkeeper, Dalit Novuda, who had been who has been showing quality since he joined them. I have to thank for that point. Yeah, they are, they are, they are having to thank for that point. And that is when, uh, when the ships are down or when maybe the other departments of your team are feeling you, that is when you need your goalkeeper. And that is when you need, that is why you need a quality goalkeeper uh, if you really want to go far in major tournaments or also in competition. So for me, I think it was good one for shooting stars. Truly, I remember last week on this podcast, I said Aqua United will get their first victory of the season against shooting stars. But a uh, good job from shooting stars. And maybe some bit of uh, missed chances and also maybe uh, bad decisions from the attackers from Aqua United make sure that shooting stars, shooting stars got that draw uh, against Aquarius. Uh, but good one for them. Uh, last season, they did not start the season very well on that big of but yeah. this time around, it seems, seems uh, things have changed. Unfortunately, uh, they, they are winning games at home and, and they are picking points with their first away points of the season. So good one for them. And let's see whether that, uh, they can try it. I don't think they will challenge for the title. Maybe a continental slot. I don't or think probably so. winning the FA Cup. 
I don't think also, but at least I uh, get a better season than what uh, they had last season that going on Gumbate. But good luck for them. They have started the season well away from home. They have got goalkeeper to thank for at home. They have got captain uh, to thank for. So things are generally for shooting stars. If you look at the seasons, um, yeah, I did the, the season that came to the MPFL, then they changed to um, Benga Gumbate from Eddie Tagoi. Uh, we use this season now, uh, they are enjoying the continuity they had from last season. With a coach, the results so far have shown that. Mm. But the truth of the matter is that they have to maintain that consistency. They have to maintain getting that result. First thing, one thing that shooting stars find out to do last season was their own game. I think it got maybe second of the season uh, before so they were able to games, yeah. like balance some of those things. And maybe injuries did not really help them because Sikra Lemi also was injured. One guy they brought in yeah, yeah, to yeah, help yeah. them get some of the goals. It was he was injured. But this season, we've seen, like, maybe uh, the manager has, has had uh, an idea on maybe prior, maybe uh, maybe nine out of the first guys that will start for him. Uh, he has for had this an idea season. for the season. Yeah. He, the team, like, they, uh, they look set to on, like, yeah, last, last season. season. So yeah. I think that really has uh, really helped our shooting stars. But at the end of the day, they have to make sure they continue in this rich, uh, in this rich uh, vein of form in which they are winning their own games. We all know it is important. And some games away from home, in which maybe you can get the three points, you can get one point, uh, you should also be good for them. So for me, I think, yes, the continuity is there. But at the end of the day, you have to make sure that continuity leads to something uh, good for the team. And that is maybe a top half finish for shooting stars. And for some shooting stars faithful, uh, they still believe, yeah, why? Uh, we can also win the title or maybe challenge uh, for the continental places. I remember Jay Sam on the podcast um, saying, they are going to win MPFL 24. And Actually, are. I saw that his tweet and I bookmarked it. So Jason, we're coming for you. They won the Value Jets Cup. Saying they beat the junior ones and they beat the senior ones. <laughs> I bookmarked that tweet on X and I will show him. Where All right. Finished, yeah. Let's go to Weary. Uh, well, we, we might Let's not go to Weary. We, we, have to we might eventually have the first coach casualty of this season. Like, like you wanted to mention. Um... I remember the, the, the fans at the end of the game, that one one against Casino on match week four, um, started um, held them all stage. The players That's the shameful, coaches. by the way. Yeah, shameful. And they've been warned by the MPL, MPL are saying they should not try that again. But then, let's talk about Atlanta. They won the NNL um, champion. They are champions of the NNL from last season, but they don't think they are actually ready for the MPFL. Yeah, if you see the addition that they made to the squad, you won't actually feel like they have enough quality players to uh, get the job done. Uh, they, they had good enough players to uh, survive and win the NNL, but I don't think uh, what they have compared to what other teams are parading in the NPFL is uh, up there. They, they went away from home, got that uh, draw away from home, and you were banking on them to try and get the first win of the season against uh, Castina United uh, yeah. at home. And after... And, and the funny thing about that match, Castina United are bad travellers. Check yeah. the record. They only won one away game on the road in the history in the MPFL. And, and that, that's very, 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 very bad for Ahaga. Because I was expecting them to say, OK, uh, we, we go, went away, we got that one point, we fought out, we uh, came back home with uh, one point, and we just... Uh, consolidates on that one point and maybe gets another uh, three to make us uh, take, to take us up to five points in the MPFL. But surprisingly or unsurprisingly, uh, they ended up uh, playing another draw at home at the Dan Ayam Stadium. And I, I feel like this team is looking like one of the 
uh, assured candidates uh, to drop into the uh, NNL by the end of the season. Uh, when you said um, they needed to come home to consolidate the points of five points, maybe remember um, a post I saw recently where they said everybody they complain about no um, win, no win, but nobody won this for us. So, <laughs> it's, it's a case where you just brought it now. Uh, at Langwell, they went to pick a point at the but they don't want them to also drop points in the house. So they're waiting, we come, they 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 one against Lafayette where he dashed Nobi Stars two goals, dashed Atlan the equalizer last week, and they brought in a new goalkeeper this weekend against Plachi United. I still considered what I thought should have been an easy save for him against Plachi United. Yeah, from uh, surprising uh, from a goalkeeper getting his team a point uh, in Uyu, uh, uh, in Eket, away, uh, to another goalkeeper costing his, uh, his team. So I, I think that is one edit I go has to solve, and the truth of the matter is that there is little a, go, a coach can do. Sometimes, if you're not just good enough, you're not just good enough, and that is one thing the goalkeepers also have to look themselves in the face. Like, yes, I'm messing this up for my team, and uh, all the good job they are doing, I'm the one that is just uh, not like uh, not complimenting uh, their efforts. So, for me, uh, the goalkeepers have to look themselves in the face, and like, yes, you have to do better because if a coach change goalkeepers. And it's just like from fry pan to fire. to fire. So you just know that, yeah, there's little to the go to uh, the go the coach can do. It's not less for the goalkeepers to like roll off their gloves. And yes, we have to do better than this. But because at the end of the day, uh, if the other teams are pulling in their weight and you anytime our attack get the better of the you first line it or you and you are, you are all over there, all <laughs> over there exposing the team. So it's not good enough for, for Sunshine Stars, especially uh, for a team that defied the horse for me last season. Uh, by getting into the Super 6, six yeah. for me, they defied the odds. Uh, so I think it's disappointing from the goalkeeper's angle uh, for them to let the team down because they are meant to be like the protector uh, of the realm. Uh, the, the shit that guys, the realms of, uh, I've forgotten now, this game of Thrones, Night's Watch. They are meant to be the Night's Watch, but uh, they are sleeping. So uh, they can do better and make sure the coach uh, have trust in them. I think I did that boy should be giving kudos because he actually had the gods to change the goalkeeper, saying Mustafa Lawal not doing well. But the way, Mr. Falawal is one of the goalkeepers that I think is highly rated in the MPFL, judging by his past two seasons. But only God knows what has happened to him this season. Let's come to a game where the goalkeepers define the odd, the Southwest Derby. Yeah, Ramos that spots and Lagos. Yeah, Ramos that's one is one the day. goalkeeper, not the goalkeeper. Hold on, I'm coming there, just hold on. Ramos that's the winner game, two goals to one, but... Throughout that game, Kyle Bankula was shaky, especially with set pieces and crosses. So Felix, you saw the game. Yeah. As I don't and, 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 and at the other end, Christian Walker, yeah, he was there two goals, but at some point in time, he was making marvelous saves. Bankula also made a good save from one free kick. Um, but yeah. then um, he was really shaky. Yeah, he was really shaky. Most yeah, of the he, game. he wasn't assured uh, in that game. He didn't give uh, a lot of confidence. Yes, he uh, maybe he seen. Uh, 
saved him his blushes in the second half with some of their play. But I, I think Christian Uruki won that battle of uh, the goalkeepers because he showed he shone uh, like a million stars. That brilliant save from outside the box, uh, the one that he caught uh, first time and then had to win that again yeah. uh, second time. But yes, it was a game that had two of uh, the goalkeepers that people are beginning to push as maybe. Uh, maybe uh, the next Super Eagles is number one. And so, hold on there. If if you were Joseph Pesero and you were at that game and you had the thought of, okay, I'm bringing one of these guys into the national team, who are you going to bring in? Like, like I said uh, from the last episode of the pod, and I'll still stick with that, I still think Moke for me is the better goalkeeper of the two, but he needs time. Okay. We need to see more of him. I've seen a lot of uh, a lot from Bankole and for me, for me, people, will, people might say, okay, you've not seen him at the national team yet. You've not seen what he can do the national team. But from what I've what, seen what is it with the stars and what I've seen with, in the national team setup, I don't think he's an upgrade or he's better than what, than we, what have. we currently have. And me, I am not for making changes, for making for just making changes. I, I believe if you are taking somebody out, especially in the goalkeeping position, you try and bring somebody that would maybe improve on what you have in, in that team or try to maybe further what you want to do with the team. And I don't think uh, Bankoli adds anything more than we currently have in the Super Eagles. All right, my one was tactics back to uh, in Kenya on Sunday. We saw Paul for changing from his usual 4-3-3. He's play, he played a 3 3 5 2 um, against um, Red Monsters, containing or replicating the Red Monsters formation. And we saw Ogumarede still sticking to his own about then. Um, you saw the game, yeah? Yeah. What, what do you think about these two coaches coming into that sort of game? A uh, derby with that sort of mentality? Attack, attack, attack. I, I'm not surprised because I saw the two teams also uh, during the Niger Super 8 and I saw how... Uh, Paul Ford tried to change his own team setup to suit or maybe to curtail what uh, Remo will throw at him. But one thing I also noticed in that game is that for the change of shape also for, for, uh, for Sporting Lagos, I still think uh, the individual ability of Remo Stars uh, still got to show in that game uh, because if you have Ismail and Okone Bide uh, as your wing backs, you just know these guys, especially uh, in, in, uh, at, their, at their home ground, you just know, yeah. Uh, they were pulling one of those crosses, they were putting a lot of crosses uh, that were there. They maybe, yes, uh, lead to one of the goals. And that was led, what led to the equalizer uh, by Remo Stars in their, uh, in their game uh, against Sports Lagos. Good credit, credit, credit to Sports Lagos because I thought uh, they started the game very well. They were able to curtail uh, Remo Stars, the limit Remo Stars uh, to the barest minimum. Mm. Because for everything, uh, yes, Ogun Ridio got himself in some very good positions. So I yeah. Yeah, he was... A defender in a striker's position. Yeah, you expect maybe a better player, attacking-wise, to be in that position, and maybe Laborri won't okay. But he just fluffed the line. And when uh, Sporting got that goal, you just knew they were threatening. Even though they would not have more of the ball, but you just knew they were threatening. They were playing for... Uh, their build-up from the back to the attack was also there. So when they got that first goal uh, on Sunday, it was not shocking. Let's talk about that goal with Mario Akufi. For me... So far, so good. That pass from Clement Wantum is the pass of the season for me. So far, so good. I think the pass of the season because it, it's led to a goal. Yeah. Like I was telling Felix uh, before we started this podcast that we were watching a game of football and there was a pass by a player and the striker messed it up. And I said, come on, 
Add me that go, uh, the guy scored the goal, that pass will have been something you'll be seeing on highlight trees. So for me, the pass, based on it led to a goal, I think we we'll we'll could have seen more better passes than that. But because it did not lead to a goal, nobody will just talk about, no, it. Talk yeah, about that, it. That was but, some modern stuff, the things that people Absolutely, outside of the boats, that was very good. Oh, I think the, the, the interesting thing about that goal is just like, the way he, he drives with the ball, yeah, beats two players in the midfield, then give him a pass also with the run as well, yeah. to get into that position and allowing the ball to bounce to finish and eat it. And that was a very good goal for Sports Lagos. Very good goal. A goal worthy of the derby. Uh, that, uh, you, the might, you might also want to blame Bankole for that goal. You can't give it to that in the post. I don't think so. I don't think so. That was a very so good that, that was not an error on Bankole's uh, side. But again, with goalkeepers, they don't like to be scored. Beaten at that near yeah, post. At that near post. Uh, he would feel maybe hype on himself, but it wasn't anything to do with him. It was, I think, uh, was a good strike. I think if you are, if you are putting, if you are bringing Bankole to this, I think we are taking a shine away from Bankole. Yeah. And I think we right. have to give credit right. to what they did. All right. Um, that, that game gave us everything, pretty much, during the match and then post-match. Um, Felix knows what they're talking about when it comes to post-match. But let's talk about the penalty situations. Mayowa, we've seen the video. We definitely have the video on our Twitter handle. So in case you're listening, what you're talking about, it will be on our Twitter handle. So you can go on that. Um, at MPFL Terry, I have to check on it. We've seen the video. We've seen the replay. We've seen the slow motion. Was that an amble by the Sporting Lagos defender? There was amble. I think we should be clear on that. Yes, there was amble. Yeah, the player amble. nodded, tried defending and nodding the ball against his own arm. Is it, that a penalty? It, it, you know this goal. Uh, it has generated a lot of conversation. Uh, Started by um, the young man here. Yeah, uh, rather the old man here. <laughs> <laughs> and the truth of the matter is that, like, uh, not like uh, Felix said, the rules of the game. I've seen penalties like that being given. I think it's a penalty. For me, it's a penalty, and yes, maybe you, if they if if it was given against your team, you may feel like gripped, but it's a penalty for me, and I think the referee I uh, was spot on with that penalty. Like I also feel that Sports Lagos should also have gotten a penalty uh, at the other end of the pitch. Now, Felix did um, br- bring the rules from IFAB, uh, saying, and I'll go straight to two because that's what concerns us. Touches the ball with. Their hand and arm when it has it has made their body naturally unnaturally bigger. In this situation, Felix, no, let me let me not come to you first. My in that, in that situation, was was Aveche making his body bigger, trying to knock the ball in the air? If I can recollect, uh, his arms were in front of him. Okay, when he nodded the ball, right? He nodded the ball. His hands, obviously, when you're jumping, your hands will come up. Mm-hmm. And so when you're coming down, your hands will come down as well. His hands were coming down, and the ball hit his hand. Yeah, it's a penalty. It's so, a penalty. you know, you know, one thing that it is blown. Most people that are backing unnatural. Savage. And the truth of the matter is that, at the end of the day, what is natural, what is unnatural? They are trying to take away that subjectivity what's from that, the so subjectivity. The fact that you define natural. And I'll define that. Let's just everybody just be on the plane. Okay, your so hand is on shoulder level, mm-hmm. and it hits your hand. Denying. So, so what, what most people yeah, are doing wrong for me, yeah, and their interpretation why they are not seeing the referee side is they are only just looking at the fact that it was the player that was trying to um head the ball. So one, Balogun Ozabeje's head did not make proper connection with the ball. 
He did. He skimmed he off his head. Yes, wait. He did make connection. Yes, he didn't it. We we seen red cards. Casemiro, Curtis Jones get red cards in the Premier League this For, season. They cut. They touched the ball, but their their boots rolled over the ball. And their stud went into the players. They got red cards. That's card. a different situation. Now that's why I want to explain what I mean by he didn't get proper contacts. The ball skimmed off his head, mm-hmm. and one. When referees are going to give penalties, they consider three key things. The position of the hand, is it in the natural position where the hand should be? In that situation, maybe you are sliding and your hand is behind you. Okay, you know so that you are when, sliding. when you're jumping, where is the natural position for your hand? Not shoulder level with your hands wide. Uh, his outside hands were shoulder level. His hands were coming We've down. We've seen these pictures so bad. I wish somebody with these two shots can get this uh, for us with pictures. Uh-huh. Aside from the position of the hand, they also check the proximity between when the ball was played and when it In came the From when Dio Ojo made that cross to yeah. the box to when Azamiji headed that ball to his hand, he had a lot of time to, to adjust do himself just a self Yes, he had a lot of time. That was the difference between so, the sporting... time adding the ball. It is not the fault of the referee that you miss time. All right, so you both agree that's a penalty, yeah? Yeah. Am I over? Yeah, it's a penalty, yeah? So let's come to the uh, sporting Lagos case. We've seen this. We've also seen the now players. that's the natural position when you are jumping. Is that a penalty for you, Mayowa? Yeah, it's a penalty. Because... Because it is the hand. Yes. That's the only thing. For me, yes, the thing is this. I, I yes, I understand you may come from the angle of the distance. What's the point? What's what the distance? What what's the, the what I understand that you have to react? I can understand the angle of the distance. Uh, but the matter is that it's not it's not as if it's a very close problem. The proximity ah. is very close. My it's not the first time we have seen defenders when going for that ball, going for that, and they put their hands behind. So he was not jumping. No, he wasn't jumping. He was not 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 jumping. My my device is not here. I would have played that video again. His two legs were off the ground. Okay. No. Happy defending, but for me as well, it's a penalty. He was making himself bigger, extending his arm. Away from his body by about That's two the inches. Natural position That's the natural position. Your body, his hand was away from the body. Your hands are not supposed to be on your body. So why, 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 why are we seeing defenders? Ozavage's hand was shoulder level. So why do we see players, defenders in other leagues outside Nigeria, always putting their hands behind them to ensure they're not making themselves bigger? So that's in, in this situation, Felix, be clear and be objective in this situation. Real Mustard's defender's arm was away from his body. If he was hand was exactly close to his body, I could agree. But his hand was two inches I'm away from his body. His hand was not away from his body. But his hand was in a natural position. But that was not a natural position. On a second look at this, yes, uh, I made a mistake. Uh, Real Mustard's <laughs> defender was jumping. He was not active, he was jumping. <laughs> But the truth of the matter, if this penalty that had been given, I would not have had a problem. Yes! And that, that is... That is... But you, you, you can see how I am giving it. Is it a penalty, yes or no? Penalty for me. Is it a penalty, Felix? Yes Obviously or no? not for me. But Felix, if that ball was, was given as a penalty, would you have issues with it? If it was given, given as a penalty, penalty, would you have had issues with it? I, I think I would. Just I think okay. I would. All right, let's, let's leave, let's leave know, all of that. And let's go to Kadena, where we also had an elbow situation leading to a goal, and the referee didn't stop the game. The um, player was... Yeah, against Rangers. The player... No, against um, Bayesa United. 
the, and you should be sanctioned for the the the, um, the player drove the ball through the midfield. There's a ricochet against the Bayer United player, and he fell onto his arm, using his arm to move the ball back into his into his foot. Why was that not stopped for an handball? Felix, since you're the referee expert, so, or the handball so, expert. To, to be sincere, to be sincere, I have not seen All right. the whole video. It's on um, the Ninja Bayer United and they only show the handball. They didn't show. What, what, uh, they, what do they have to show so, again? So, so again, so again, there, a, there, are, there are quite a lot of things that people probably just see handball and the referee might have made a mistake not calling the handball. But again, in all of this situation, even with leagues that have VAR now, they do something that they check. Did they have enough time to reset their defensive line? Hold on, that is not a defending position. That's an attacking player using his arm That's what I'm saying. against the ball leading to did, did, did you hear me? I said I've not seen if that it was directly from there he had a shot and it led to the goal. But sometimes, even with countries that have VAR, when they have situations like this, where maybe there was a foul previously leading to the goal, but they bring it back. I've seen situations where they will see VAR back. and the referee will look. The, the defensive line have enough time to reset. They didn't have enough time. I to have reset. not seen the whole. I know that was a handball. The guy used the ball, but I don't know if it was immediately after that he struck the ball and it led to a goal. But I United, I think they have deleted their video after the contracts. What they just showed us was the guy taking the ball with his hand. Into yeah, they showed they showed it from that moment until they scored the goal. Uh, instantly, sure instantly, where um the guy handled the ball, everybody, every player yeah, in that position, stopped. including the goalkeeper, stopped and raised their hands, which means it was clear and obvious. Which also is something that players do. You know, and the truth of the matter is that uh, I don't want to say. I think it's maybe unprofessional from Bayside. I said, especially from the players. You raise the hand. Tamambo doesn't mean the referee will blow it. You play to the whistle, then maybe after that, you complain. You can't play and... And the truth of the matter is that now, they've complained, they raised their hand, they stopped playing, and they go counted, and they've lost the So, point. do we agree that that's a clear and obvious error from the referee? Errors are bound to happen. If I see if it was directly what led to the goal, if there were maybe another phase of play, then they had enough time to readjust themselves. I don't think, no, they don't have any They didn't have enough time to adjust. It was very close to the box. It was just two yards I outside the box. It was the same attacking phase of play. So I don't think they have enough time. It, it I think it was, was the case, uh, they have a case to be angry. And the only but thing again, they will not again, even you cannot stop on that the That's unprofessional from them. All right, without no problem. I will not even get apologies. And it's looking like you people are setting me up to look like I'm the guy that is carrying brief. That's your problem. That's your problem. So from Ikene... Uh, to um, Kadena, we have two referee issues, and um, we hope the referee committee of the MPL, MPL and the NFF can see to this. But let's go to they'll, they'll fire them. Let's go to Uyo, where Ayimba, the other fans of Nigeria, and not the ants on the continent, like I call them, um, they were disgraced over the weekend. Apart from playing bad football um, for 90 minutes, they also dragged our name, the MPFL, into the mud this weekend with that shit. Shirt issue that, that we had, Amayowa. Um, what would you say? Disgraceful. I said it uh, on my radio show. That was totally disgraceful from Enyba. And it's not something you'll be expecting. How do you do that? How do you? How do you do that? How do you allow that to happen? Under your owner's watch. 
I think that was, that was not something. If, if I was the chairman of Bayimba right now, the tip secretary is losing his job. <laughs> if you are the chairman of Bayimba, I don't think it would be Bayimba. It would be from London. Short science. I think it was disgraceful from Bayimba. It was totally uncalled for. I've seen people try to make excuse that it was late in the game. It was very close to the game. They don't have any other option. Come on. This guy is not Ronaldo. It's not Messi. I don't know. I don't know what to say about. Even that. though you, using the guy as you lost the game, imagine. I don't. If something like that happened and you don't have any other option, why not excuse the guy from the team that will play that game? It, it, that, it would be very stupid of them to give the excuse of not having another option very early in the season at this time. Aimba, no, one nah, player, and you don't have his replacement. No, the, the, the excuse was that. Uh, uh, they got to know about some instead of that disgraceful act, it's not as if this guy came in and scored three goals for Wait, it. Was that was that truck they used to write or what did it's they used to write? Like marker. White marker. Mm. <laughs> Apart from uh, the disgraced us on the pitch and then off the pitch, this is disgraced us again. This happened year after year to Ayimba. I wonder if Ayimba is the only team that plays continental football in Africa that they keep having to stay in an hotel for extended hours or stay at the airport, sleep at the airport for another day. This time around, they said they didn't give them clearance. Ayimbal had known they would play with the Casablanca in Morocco since how many weeks or months ago? And you started applying for landing permits in Morocco. 24 hours before your flight. Is that not stupidity? Absolute stupidity, if that's the case. Because we've only heard from uh, the Moroccan FA uh, that, that actually uh, put out their own statement. We've not heard officially from AIMBA. We've only been getting fillers from people within uh, the AIMBA camp. But Fair if it. the case is that... Even if... The, if, even if, if they had if Morocco, if, before, Morocco is Morocco even AIMBA had been in this situation. Even small Libya, the body AIMBA. AIMBA had been in this situation time without number. Why not do the right thing? Play your cards right and check up on time. Start planning a month before. Once the, you saw the fixtures and you know you're going to Morocco, start planning. Yeah, that, that's something. Have that one sorted and out of the way uh, already. But again, it's aimed by the traveled by road to Gombe. <laughs> <laughs> they use a marker to write a player's name. So it's not beyond... Uh, what they can do. So I'm, I'm really not surprised about that. When I saw uh, that news early in the morning in the group, I just said, uh, it's the usual uh, something in the Nigerian football space. So let's just move on to the next one happens again. Well, um, so this question from the so-called big biggest team in the MPFL, Aimba. I don't know what will happen, but I think um, people should lose their jobs. Heads should fly. If I was in that position, don't be praying for people to lose that, job. That, that you have to do your job, not to lose your job. If, if you're not doing your job, you should lose your job. That's what it is. That's crystal. Uh, All right. You endorse that? Hmm? Did you endorse? I'm not in the non chairman's position. But I'm sure if my was in, we would not even have this case. No, actually, if I'm there, we would not have much of Let's talk about goal of the week. Uh, goal. Uh, I mean, the player will not. <laughs> Let's talk about goal of the week, guys. Um, the Rangers. Scored um, an outsider against Quora United. One rocket of a free kick. Assisted, no, not the free kick. It was an indirect free kick, actually. Mm-hmm. I bet Hilarious just called a bullet. I think the keeper, goalkeeper should be beaten for that ball. The goal was sweet as well. And um, Gina Luko's goal against Ramos. That's for, me, for me, the pass. Yeah. And then Rabi Alice finished against Reverse United. Yeah. Yeah. Legends, thank you. Thank you. Gina Luko. Gina Luko, okay. 
there you have it guys this is where we'll draw the curtains of this end episode of the MPFL <laughs> podcast we have big games coming up uh, for match week five so um stay around uh, for those games, you, if you can if you can go to the stadium, watch on the MPFL live. Or you can do a Felix and watch your first away game in the MPFL. Well, yeah, that's also possible as well. I've had Felix. Yeah, you know the funny part here. I've not seen an away game in the MPFL. I have. What game? Which one is my home? Which one is my way? I was born in Abeokuta. So watch this for two is away. <laughs> I don't know if I used to get but about them, his name is Mayawa, and the other guy asking the question was Felix. My name is Chris. To the next episode, stay safe, you all, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to the MPFL Tory Podcast. For more, you can search the MPFL Tory Podcast on all podcast listening platforms or follow us on social media, Twitter at MPFL Tory, Instagram at MPFL underscore Tory, TikTok or YouTube at MPFL Tory Podcast. Mm-hmm.